Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back. I'm Carl Mack, and this is Combat Chronicles, episode 59. You may be wondering where I've been. Well, as always, over on www.patreon.com slash combatchronicles. I don't know how many episodes we've had since between uh, this one and the last one, which was about Alex Pajero versus Jiri uh, Pahaska, but it's got to be about five to ten, I think. There's been a load of episodes on there, so hours and hours of content. Just a couple of quid a month, if you want to jump on there, sign up before Christmas, be much appreciated, because there's going to be loads more content going on over there as well. We've got Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder doubleheader coming up in the next week, so uh, next couple of days actually, so that podcast should be up just before Christmas. And then, of course, we've got Now It Anyway as well, going to try and unify second division in the space of one calendar year. Going to be covering that as well. And we're back on this feed uh, in, uh, what, about 11 or so days for the end of year awards. That will still be coming to this feed. But the Week the Week podcast does tend to be on the Patreon these days as well as all the bonus material as well, audio documentaries, closet classics, that sort of thing. There'll be plenty more where that come from in 2024. But... I thought you might want to hear my thoughts on Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. So here's a segment from a larger episode from the Patreon. We'll just talk about Edwards and Covington. Because this one, unfortunately, was a dud. The build-up, as Colby Covington often does, uh, gets you involved in the in the build-up because you want to see him get beat. But not in that kind of endearing Prince Nassim way, where he was kind of like really fucking arrogant to the point of caricature. Uh, Colby does that, but he's not funny. He's got no timing. He can barely get a sentence out. Nasdaq have all these sort of pre-prepared lines and had the swag and had the, and had the bravado and the entrances and the knockout uh, power to back it up. But you'd want to see him. Okay, I want to see this prick get dropped on his ass because he's, he's goading people with his hands down, sicking his chin out and then banging him out one punch. That's exciting. Colby Covington is not very exciting to watch. Even as a pace-based fire, he's not that exciting to watch. As a character... Yes, he does go into caricature, but not interesting caricature. This isn't just a politics-based thing. It's not me going, eh, he's right-wing. He's like one of them fucking idiot right-wing people. That's the difference. I'm not saying right-wing is bad, left-wing is great, uh, and, and if you're a centrist, you just you know make a decision. There's so much more nuance to all of this. But Colby Covington is like a... Twitter bot style right wing guy. You know what I mean? You see him awful accounts. Every single retweet is, you know, um, stuff that Alex Jones wouldn't say with a straight face. You know, really awful stuff. And not endearing, not funny. Not even, he's not even funny. Fucking mate, 
you could you can disagree with every policy Donald Trump's ever had, but the bloke's fucking funny. Terrible bloke, obviously, but you see him and some of his patter on stage. He's fucking, he's hilarious. He's just brutal. And maybe some of my listeners might even like that, but you know, he's he's meme worthy, is what I'm saying. Colby Covington isn't. He's boring, and even though I'm not so. I'm not like on the side of, oh, you should never make fun of anything that's generally upsetting. I think like if, if your dad's a criminal, yeah, then it's not really off limits. But at the same time, the reaction that Colby gets, he's got to expect it. And the reaction he gets from some portion of the fans, he's got to expect it. Now, my assumption is that probably the majority of the casual fan base is probably ignorant and, and, and on Colby's side, only based on what I see on social media. But the fact that after this fight he was so poor is not to be unexpected given what we've seen from him in the past and who he's fought. And we'll get into that more in depth. But the fact that he's after the fight he's calling out his you know, Lord and Saviour Donald Trump. Donald Trump's walking out of the building. Don't give a fuck. That's just kind of the point I'm trying to get across here. That Colby Covington is not endearing even to those that he wants to be part of the inner circle of. Like No one likes this guy. When John Jones is able to take the moral high ground against you in terms of your character, it says a lot. Um, if you saw John Jones's comments regarding what a twat Colby is and what a liar he is, that says a lot. The fact that most fans are going, "Well done, John," says a lot. To, to Colby Covington said after this fight, I mean, I'm actually, actually going to talk about the fight, but unfortunately, the narrative before and after is more interesting in the fight itself. Colby Covington after the fight, of course, saying, "I was robbed because I support Trump." When Trump is ringside with uh, probably the most creatively bankrupt artist of modern times, Kid Rock, sat next to Dana White, the UFC president, in Dana White and the UFC's hometown, you're more likely to win a robbery, you fucking idiot. You're more likely to win. You're the hometown fighter. Everyone's cheering for everything you do. Donald Trump sat ringside. It's n- You are the system. The system's not against you. You are the fucking system. As a, he's a... A legitimately low IQ person, I think, and a quite low IQ fighter because he's not weaponising his pace against a guy who likes to fight at his own pace. Much has been made of Colby's inactivity, his inability to take on top-notch opposition on a consistent basis, and how that would play out in a fight against Leon Edwards, who seemed to be, you know, tearing ahead in terms of his confidence. I said, you know, he pulled it out against Usman in the rematch and in the third fight, it looked like a different fighter. He finally became the fighter that I wanted him to be after years of disappointing me. Um, as, a, as a hopeful fan who became burned by too many Leon Edwards round snoozing performances. But Colby Covington actually played into the old Leon. Leon didn't have to do too much to beat him. And actually, 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 um, in turn... Leon Edwards put out a fairly uninspiring... Well, not an uninspiring performance, because what I liked about Leon is he'd punish Colby. If Colby took him down, he would very quickly uh, hip out and then take Colby down. If Colby tried to wade in, he'd you know frame off, punish him, or just hit him at range, kick him at range. If Colby isn't broaching the pocket or trying to pressure him, Leon's just sporadically kicking him up and badly damaged his leg. Um... But Leon did sort of switch off before Colby looked a bit more lively in the fourth round. And you'd think, oh, okay, he's going to give him more opportunities to frame off and counter him. Not really. Didn't really happen. Didn't make Leon look too great. Leon did look like he was going to pull out a triangle armbar late in the fifth round, which would have been you know poetic justice, I think. But did the sort of um, 
take it easy, ride out a seemingly bad position because Colby's not a finisher. It's the thing about Colby Covington. He's sloppy stand-up wise. Yeah, okay, he's a grinding wrestling type who can really sort of tie you out in a kind of 2008 kind of way. But not a finisher. Never really added, bolted much onto his game to make that wrestling even more of a potent weapon. Striking-wise, yeah, it's, it's activity and toughness and en- an engine, really, because, you know, not very sharp striker, no real layers to his game, no nuance, etc. Um, doesn't even really weaponise his stance or anything. You know, he's just not a particularly interesting fighter. It sort of got by on controversy. Again, the system has favoured him becoming a star. He's got where he is because of his awful politics and his awful character. Um, so, yeah, not at all interesting, really. But Leon kind of put on a Leon-ish performance that I thought I hoped was beyond him. And it's going to take someone like Shavkat, who will give him lots of different looks, to bring the best out of him, I think. And I'm not sure who will win. As for Colby Covington, I sort of said my point, but I'm going to leave the last word to the peerless Ray Longo. Um, in this segment from the Anakin Florian podcast, Kenny Florian, of course, former guest on this here show, on the How to Catch a Spider episode of Combat Chronicled. So, roll tape. I got, ab- listen, I got absolutely no use for the guy at all. I just don't. Ever since he threatened you, he knows where you live, he can go fuck himself. Couldn't give a shit about that guy. What he did with Leon Edwards, I think, is atrocious. Uh, you know, there's promoting a the fight and then there's being a total fucking misfit in life. And uh, that's the way I see it with that guy. I mean, I mean, first, first off, Leon Edwards with his father. I mean, that was heartbreaking to listen to Leon talk to. Leon's a sweetheart of a guy. I really like Leon Edwards a lot, man. To see that, you know, I'm start, I'm, I'm tearing up as he's doing that. Yeah. And, I, and, my, and it's anger. And it's anger towards Colby. That's that's what it does to me. But, you know, I don't know. Look, the guy attacks Wonder Boy. I mean, you see Wonder Boy handle that like you can't even attack him. That's yeah. how nice the guy is. He's up there and he's smiling. But, you know, he's calling the guy a pedophile. It's, this guy's a piece of shit, you know. He calls Wonder Boy a pedophile. Wonder Boy is doing something. At least he gives back to the community. Colby... You sucking the fucking life out of the community. You're just a, like a yeah. leech on society. You know what I mean? And now you're attacking this guy. It's just, I don't know, it's just too much for me. I don't care for it. And, man, talk about karma, because what a piece of shit that fight was. I mean, the guy did absolutely nothing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, to be able to take a pro Colby crowd and by the end of the fight have the crowd against you, Good luck, my man. I hope it was worth the money, the extra 25% yeah. or whatever. I hope it was worth it for you because, Darren, I, I've been around a long time. I can promise you that you will regret a lot of shit for the rest of your life. You know, uh, I think he cost Trump the election. How's that? You know, well, but Mr. President, oh. Mr. President is here to watch me. I got the, who do you got? The, the oh. Queen of England? I mean, this guy, this motherfucker called somebody a dope. I'd love to see this guy's college transcripts. It's a yeah. fucking moron. I mean, I know for mine, foul mouth tirades, but no one really does it better than Ray Longo, do they? Um, so, yeah, I think that's the final word on Colby Covington. Will we see him fight Stephen Wonderboy Thompson? Did try and call him out, and I think he probably looked at that fight and went, ah, oh, maybe I could hold him up against the cage for three uneventful rounds. Will that be part of the UFC's 
centerpiece show, UFC 300, which is coming next year, because the rest of this episode is going to be about it, because I really don't know where they're going to go. So let's try and do a bit of fantasy booking. We're going to look at what's coming up in the sort of first quarter of 2024, because there's some fucking great fights. There's so many great fights. I don't know what they're going to do, me again, but I do know what you're going to do if you want to hear the rest of that episode. Looking at the rest of UFC 296 card, including, of course, the uh, co-feature title fight between Pantoja and Roy Val, their rematch. And, of course, looking at uh, Shavkat Ratmanov's dominant display over Wonderboy Thompson. And then as that, uh, and and other fights on that card, of course, Paddy Pimlet, Tony Ferguson. I'd be remiss to uh, not mention that. And, uh, of course, uh, a little look at Josh Emmett and uh, Bryce Mitchell, which was fucking carnage really when you think about it um, but as that little end segment alluded to a big look at quarter one 2024 for UFC and fantasy booking for UFC 300 who could realistically be on that card I'm not going to say oh, John Jones versus Stipe Aspinall versus Garn uh, you know Francis Ngannou coming back to fight Daniel Cormier no not that sort of fantasy booking but actually looking card by card the first uh, quarter of 2024 to see who is likely to be available and who isn't and what kind of fights UFC might be able to put on for that huge, huge event. And there may be some on there that I call for that you might think are shocking, but I think they're realistic. So if you want to hear the rest of the episode, hear the rest of the analysis of that card, because let's be honest, Colby versus Leon was more about the story than the fight. Bit of a dud, really. As much as it was lovely to see Leon dominate in all phases... Um, a t- typical Leon performance and below what we've expected from Colby even if my expectations of him haven't actually been that high either but yeah seems a pretty trash human being not the kind of guy you want to be friends with not just because I disagree with his stance on things but he's just boring not very charismatic not very fun to listen to and uh, you're just not very an engaging personality and like all sorts of personality types if you listen to this podcast on this feed or on the other feed you'll know you know I don't really have a particular type of fighter that I love. I love all different types of fighters, all different types of personalities. But um, it's sad about him, the greats on me. He's just, just uninspiring. Uninspiring outside the cage and inside the cage. So, although on that segment I said that's the final word on Colby, this is the final word on Colby, and this is the final word of this episode. So, if you want to hear more, head on over to www.patreon.com slash combat chronicles and have a great, great Christmas, holiday season, whatever you want to call it. Hope you enjoy it as much as you've enjoyed this episode. To the next one, which will almost certainly be the end of year awards. See you then. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.